Tunnel within the traditional territory of the Mississauga people. Are we born? Toronto. Toronto. There is no pronunciation. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Best there is. Take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not That Sorry. You're here to be fun, fine, black, and Canadian like us, and you're not that sorry about it. For those who joined us for the first time last week, I'm meant to be here. I'm Jan. Um, but I was away on assignment last week, but, uh, you know, I'm back. And thanks to my uh, co-hosts, Antonia and John. Thanks so much for holding it down and not trashing the place. Good on you. Good on you. Thanks so much. Air fist bump to us. <laughs> and for the nobody that asks, um, the job I would have for a day would be bounty hunter. I've raised many of eyebrows and formed many important friendships with that answer, and I may never change it. Listen, I wear a cape. I maintain. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I mean, Edmond would tell you no, but here we are. Uh, I maintain to this day that the name of your autobiography is Jan Streve. Always ready for a fight. <laughs> I mean, that stay ready your, and get, that's to get your, ready. That's your autobiography. <laughs> well, all that being said, shall we? Yes. So, Big Brother Canada happened. The Circle USA happened. More on that later. <laughs> Um, the perhaps first all black Canadian sketch troupe question marks, legit question mark. They don't know if they're the first black, <laughs> all, all black Canadian sketch troupe, but anyway, they're called the untitled black sketch project. Um, they had a tremendous response at the closing night of Ske- Toronto sketch fest. And I'm sure there's a show in the works. There has to be because reasons <laughs> so just being the one to put you out on that rate put put them on your radar for you just uh keep an eye they're gonna do things also spoken word po- poet uh randall edge randall first poet laureate canadian Ontari- poet laureate. ontario's first yep. poet laureate. he's he i've i've met randall i've heard him speak multiple times and do um, his performance, like do spoken word and everything, and he is an incredible human being. I saw that and I was so hype. Like, congratulations, Randall. Yeah, it's pretty dope. He is Poet he is good laureate. people. He's good people. I like that. Um, also a gaggle of Canadians got taken in the NFL draft, I assume. Right, John? Yep. We uh tied a record a record for four. What? Um, Javon Holland from uh BC got drafted to or oh sorry. He got drafted to the Dolphins, uh, Benjamin St. Yeah, Just, yeah. Uh from Montreal, Quebec. He got drafted to um, the Washington football team. Where, where? Uh, Josh Palmer uh, from Brampton, Ontario. He got drafted to the Chargers in the third. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Chupa Hubbard, Hubbard uh, got drafted to the Panthers in the fourth. Yeah, Chuba. That's good stuff. Yay, Canadians doing things. Listen. For the Jamals listening that are going to say that I don't mention Canadian and Canadian NBA players, there's only five minutes. Maybe I will <laughs> next time. All right? Just. Wow. I'll get there. What Jan <laughs> says is even 30 seconds is too much. <laughs> I'll get there. <laughs> That's what I, Jan's saying. <laughs> it was between NBA players I can't name and a sketch troupe I can't name. I chose a sketch group <laughs> and I said uh. what I said. <laughs> And to round it off, uh, Stephen James is to star alongside J.K. Simmons in a college football drama on STX. Ooh. So this has become a James family <laughs> and Shamir Anderson account? appreciation this podcast. Is a, this is a Stan account is what we are. That's what yeah, the children would call just, us. <laughs> I'm here for it. We are officially. <laughs> and I regret nothing. Not at all. So while you all let that sink in and wonder what we could be talking about, about reality TV, 
think on that as we take this short break. Next stop, what you say? Yeah, so we're back. Let's get into what you're saying. And as I mentioned off the top, Big Brother Canada was a thing that happened that we totally watched. John didn't watch it. Antonio and I totally mostly watched it. I mostly I, watched it. I watched Antonio all watched of it. it. I watched all of it. And, and <laughs> recapped with extreme detail. Yeah, this Big Brother Canada is huge because in 31 seasons of Big Brother USA and Canada, we have our first, not only our first black winner, but our first black top two winners. That um, seems crazy. I mean, it seems crazy, but then... With 21 seasons of, of American Big Brother and the racism and the nonsense that's gone on there that wasn't surprising but was still shocking and disgusting every single time. Yeah. And now nine seasons. I would argue eight and a half because last season had to be cut short because COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, now nine seasons of, of Canadian Big Brother. And I just want to say shout out to Arissa Cox, who's executive producer and also host. Oh, I didn't of know that. Big Brother. And she was adamant that, or Big Brother Canada, rather, she was adamant that this season needed to have more black, indigenous POC representation. And she got it. 35%, over 35% of the cast was black. 50% of the cast was, was POC. Um, we had more, and I mean, there's there's things about the show that if you know the show, you don't. You do. If you don't, you don't. But things like certain wins within the show were historic as well, too, because historically with Big Brother, black people are are iced out. Indigenous people are iced out. Anyone who is other is just like you know they're not they're not added to any alliances. They're not seen as threats. They're not whatever, or they're seen as threats for racist reasons. Yeah. Um, and so having this season and seeing all the black representation, the indiz- indigenous representation, the gay representation, um, we had our first transgender person, I believe, as well, too, on on this on this show as well. And just seeing all that there and being like, see, it's possible, and why does it have to be a fight? And reading more about uh, Arissa's uh, fight to have this and like her, her rightful demands to make this a 50% representation, um, I was reading as well, too, that... Her setting that in place has now set a precedent for the American Big Brother Good. and as well for like Survivor, yeah. um, and making sure that that the representation is there and it's not just your same, <laughs> same old, same old uh, people. Because it also it also then shows people that it's not just white people who are interested in things like this. Yeah, it's that's not true. just because that's that was the biggest thing, right? You're like, oh, of course, like who, what, what black person want to be a part of this? Tons of them. They love this type of show. They love like black people also love reality television. Black people are big are right. some of the biggest <laughs> reality television, pe- like <laughs> personalities. Like, like we have, we have, we, like look at all the Real Housewives shows that have like hey. who all the ones Atlanta and this and other all the black representation was there, and now we've got Real Housewives of all these other areas which are now like predominantly white. So like we. We often set the tone, but then we're not given our dues and we're not, we're not, you know, put on these pedestals. We're not given any sort of uh, accolades or anything for, for saying things in motion or even just being there. And it was really awesome because the top three, it was Tashan who won, uh, Brayden um, and uh, Tara. So there's two black men and a white lady. And Tashan's- A white lady who went to my high school. Well, she went to your high school. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Tashan's- uh, speech, and I can't find the exact wording, but it's essentially he won. Um, within the game, you win different uh, titles, which will secure your safety in the game. So head of household is one of those things where you get to make executive decisions. You get to vote who stays in the house, who doesn't, that kind of stuff, or nominate rather. Yeah. So he had to s- he had to cast the last um, nomination and eviction, and he decided to eliminate her. But in his speech, in saying why he was doing it, he's like, "You're a great player, but I have a chance right now to make history." And I want to do that. I want to be able to affect that change. I want to be a part of that. And he was like, and for that reason, like, you're a great player, but I really just, it would be foolish of me Which not to take. Which is way more than I gave him credit for. Listen, like, he was a. He, he was just a, a shirtless goon in the house he to was me. Ju- but also, <laughs> like, he played he played wisely. Mm-hmm. He let the people who were louder than him be loud and put targets on their backs. And then when the time came to be, to cut ties, he was like, whoop, bye. And then it was just like, move, 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 move. Which again, the game I've been watching Big Brother for years. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of the strategy and everything else that I'm just, like really appreciative of. Like, just like it tickles me um, how people can stay in a house for this long and, <laughs> and like not see the outside world. Anyway, and by house we mean weird soundstage. Weird soundstage. But yeah, so he so having so not only did, was Tashawn the first uh, black house guest to ever win uh, Big Brother North America, 
Um, Braden is the, it was also the first time that two black people had held the top two spots. And that was incredible. And not only that, they had a favorite house guest uh, slot that was given, which is like the first time Canada has done that because the U.S. has been doing that for years. But favorite house guest also wins money. And that happened to be the indigenous player in the house who won money. So like it was, and people were going through all the different titles of things that had been won. All the prizes that had been won for this game were all held by non-white players. All of the outside of the house prize, like the ones that really, really matter outside have been held by these players. I was like, this is, for me, it was great to watch because you watch these shows and you kind of get into it, you kind of don't, but then you get tired of not seeing diversity. (laughs) Like, unless that's what you're into, in which case, I mean, you're wrong, but whatever. (laughs) Um, But for, for the rest of us on the right side of history, we get tired of not seeing history. And it was great to be like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And even little things like... Or just seeing a chance, let alone history. Right? Like, let's just... Just seeing, just that seeing a chance. It's possible. But even, like, little things like watching the black people hang out together and, like, talk about their hair. <laughs> and, like, yeah. the girls in the house were giving lineups to the guys and, like, just, like, you know, and, like, making sure everyone is still good. We're still looking good on TV. We're not <laughs> looking busted. Like, that community sense and having that there and having people have your back was just so cool to see. And for that, I am, like, kudos big brother canada like you know we have a long way to go in terms of so many other things but arissa girl you really came through yeah <laughs> you really came through yeah um i had no idea arissa was a executive producer on it mm-hmm. that's pretty dope because I, I would have believed even as just a host that she could hold that kind of influence and i like that she she put herself out there and demanded demanded that kind of change that kind of just that kind of initiative like it's yeah it just takes somebody, and I'm sure she's not the first, and, you know, we're tired of, the ones who have been doing it for years are tired of beating their heads against the wall to try to get anything to move, but. Yeah. I can't believe I had to watch this show as long as I did. <laughs> Thanks, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, so going from that, which was the on, which was pretty much the only reality show I'd been watching until the Circle USA had release new episodes i'm like oh the, the contrast of the types of characters you'll see on a u.s reality show compared to canada is just yeah huh. um i personally don't know if the circle of canada would work i'd uh, probably watch it i don't know but i don't know if it would work <laughs> um but my takeaway from the circle of usa is um why do we hate black women <laughs> just it's just the why things, it's the thing to do <laughs> Like, the one gay black dude just, like, came for all the black women. I'm like, but. There's no solidarity when you can be tokenized and you can be a model minority. Like, Courtney, I just, I just need, I just want to talk to you. I just want to, just want to have a conversation. We can have a circle chat, so your, your body is physically safe from me. (laughs) I just, I just want a conversation. It's unfortunate, too, because you watch the contrast, like you're saying, of, of this particular season of Big Brother Canada and the camaraderie and the, the allyship there and then you look at it but I mean it's also different because like in that show you have allyship but it's only through a screen yeah and people could be lying directly to your face which but he they was, were which he was fine. he was quick to see these other fellow black people and not believe them not you know try to try to align with them for anything just be like mm, 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 nope <laughs> and be so adamant against them yeah that's what got me. Just salty. And I was like, you know what? Keep that energy over there. <laughs> Can't do that. We don't need it. We don't need it. But I again too, with reality TV, and I've watched a lot of it. I love my my challenge shows, especially anything where people have to win money and like really compete against other people. I love those type of shows. And when I get to see myself represented culturally, um, in these shows, it's really great. And then being able to be like, okay, like, what would I do if I was in this situation? Like, would I be trying to like be a wolf in sheep's clothing? Like, what, how would this work? Yeah, <laughs> or like, or would I even be comfortable <laughs> yeah. on a show like this? Because in the past ten or so years, and watching these TV shows, I'm like, I don't know if I'd be able to survive in a house where I, there wasn't at least one other black person. That's fair. I don't think I'd be able to do it that's because fair. that's me defending myself every single day, like even over the tiniest things having to put have my back up against the wall and everything. I'm like, I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, the, because the minute someone says that you're being mean to them yep. or that you're being aggressive yeah. or, that you're, or that they're scared or of what I would do. Or if you're like, that's it. Like, yeah. um, what was her name, LaToya? Yeah. I was with her. <laughs> like, I was like, listen, I'm like, you, ah, no, like everything you went through, 
no everyone who everyone black who watched you understood yeah because when she when people were like oh she why would she save it and she was like you know what i don't have time for this right now yeah i'm gonna go to the hot tub <laughs> i'm gonna go and sit with my music whatever and you can keep that <laughs> like i don't want to engage with this exactly go away <laughs> And no one gets it. No one gets it. But yeah, reality television, again, come a long way. Could still be better, but we're making, we, they're making progress. <laughs> it only took the 2021s. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's fine. They're making progress. And you know what? As long as reality television isn't going away anytime soon. So if we can just like pick up the pace in terms of representation, in terms of like making sure people are safe. Yeah. Um, emotionally, physically, otherwise, when they're on these types of shows, like, like that's why I, I I gravitate towards like RuPaul's Drag Race from whatever country, you know, legendary. Like I just love seeing, I love competitive reality shows yeah. of like skills I know I do not have. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, you're all amazing, and I love watching you flourish. Yep. Um, you had mentioned Survivor earlier. Have they not run out of Planet Earth to? No, Survivor's just going to keep going uh, for as long as people want to pretend to survive outside. Are we Survivor? Season 41. Are we Survivor Canada yet? Like, uh, Survivor Yukon. Here's Survivor the thing, but here's Compton. The, here's the thing about that, though, me? is that Survivor Canada, I feel, would be too dangerous. <laughs> because where are we going to put people? It wasn't. When it we was called of, Man Tracker, and yes, it was amazing. I know, but like <laughs> thinking of where they'd put people. It was a good show. Right? <laughs> like, where are they going to put people? That isn't gonna have extreme temperatures. Like, mind you, in this, because when they do survive. Canadians not gonna be ready for that, though. So many, so many Canadians. So we don't invite Southern Ontario. The, the, Everybody else is fine. No, so, no, no. You don't invite BC and you don't invite Southern Ontario. British Columbia. There's a whole ass uh, rest of the country. Like, the British Columbians who snowboard still wouldn't be able to do Like, it's not that they don't, you know. We need the filler queens who need to get eliminated early. It's fine. Listen. Oh, my gosh. No. So season 41 of Survivor is Yikes. premiering June 3rd. Do they even give locations anymore because they don't want to tell us they're, reus they're reusing spots? I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know where they're airing this one. Like, are they just surviving resorts at this point? In which case, I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know. Like, give me, you know. Survivor Tijuana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Survivor Columbia. <laughs> Give me that. Oh Survive that. Oh, apparently it might be in Fiji. I was Again? Be Fiji this year. Listen, there's only so much earth they can they can cover in 41 they, seasons. There are places they haven't gone. They're not going to go somewhere cold. You know that. They're not. They're never. They could go Survivor Michigan. They could try. <laughs> they could try. Nobody is <laughs> going to Michigan. Maine. Connecticut. Connecticut? No one's going to any of those Survivor places. Vermont. Ew. So I Ivy Leagues? Gross. Survivor Scrap Minnesota. Scrap Minnesota? Scrap it. <laughs> no one's going. Survivor Wisconsin. Nobody. Survivor Fargo. Nobody's going. I just going. listed no. 12 more seasons. No. They need to be near water. They need to have sand and grass and trees. <laughs> and Wusses. smash coconuts. Listen. <laughs> Feet. Yeah, Fiji. Have at it. Whatever. Again. Why not? Weak. Okay. <laughs> you go on Survivor then. Bring back Man Tracker. <laughs> no, no, you, I, need, I need you to go on Survivor then. I'm oh, not claiming to. Uh, but no, I mean, oh, but you're calling everybody else weak? Yes. <laughs> because you're still giving a million dollars to recycle these same locations and it's just you're, what, what, we're hot for a bit. Heat does damage to the body too. Then sign up. I don't want it. Okay, well then. <laughs> But I can demand what I want of TV. It's fucking TV. <laughs> Good luck with that logic. <laughs> Do something with your life. <laughs> Either way. Antonia's lost focus because... Uh, I mean, you won't... Um, <laughs> reality TV. <laughs> I want to see you put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> that is not That is not even the point I'm making. You, I'm speaking as the the producer who wants to keep this interesting for 41 okay, seasons. But when's the last time you watched Survivor? Oh, I'm pretty sure the seasons were in single digits. Okay, so then that it's moot right there. It's not because yes, it I is. got bored already. Oh my gosh. Y'all did the same things already. For those of you who've actually been watching it this entire time, I would like to hear your opinions on this. Have they done Survivor X's? No, that's something that's reserved for the challenge, which oh is another Christ great show that I love. Crack. That's a great show. Although, enough people have been talking about Are You the One? And I have dabbled in a couple episodes, so that might be something I do while I'm folding laundry someday. Are You the One seems all right. 
Yeah. You know, people are suck. People suck, and they're incompatible, and they don't realize they're incompatible. <laughs> That's funny to me. But you won't watch <laughs> the challenge. I don't understand the challenge. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It feels like the sequel to something I didn't watch the first part of. They all sound the same. I mean, essentially, they are. You win money. You make enemies or friends or marry somebody in the show. Mm, sometimes that happens. Okay. Same shrug as you, John. I, <laughs> I got nothing. All right, so we'll close it there while we uh, design the rules and parameters of Survivor Yukon. <laughs> it's all you, girl. And we'll take a break. <laughs> or bring back man track. Either one. <laughs> Next stop, the ship. Welcome back. <laughs> it's time for another go-around of the ship. So uh, one by one, we will discuss the eight picks chosen by us, not you this time, and vote between the three of us. Two to one wins until we have the winner of the champion ship. And today's going to be fun because in our, our own separate way, we observed uh, May the 4th and 5th. We're going to talk Star Wars movies, trilogies only. And I know what you're thinking, but Jan, your ship is only eight spots. There are nine movies. I know. And because we make our own rules, we are going to lump episode one, The Phantom Menace, and episode two, Attack of the Clones, as one pick. Because it's our show. We can do whatever the hell we want. <laughs> and you're here. You don't make the rules. Yeah, none of you nerds. <laughs> none of the gatekeeper nerds are listening anyway. And if they are, they can talk to me directly. I don't know why this is my energy, but. <laughs> it's always your energy. Why are you surprised by that? <laughs> That's a misconception. I'm very sweet. <laughs> I'm going to go outside now. <laughs> you do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sip my things. Right right. <laughs> you dwink my dwink. Any ways let's uh let's do this so our first matchup we have em- the empire strikes back versus phantom menace plus attack of the clones as one pick because because <laughs> reasons because numbers really <laughs> like, do you really want to hear us argue the the minutia of which is better between those two movies you don't the minutia mm-hmm. Yes, and thank you. Word of the day. Thanks, Miriam Webster. (laughs) I prefer Oxford, thanks. Oh. It's a side of shows. Hate the British. Love their their snootiness. Love their words. (laughs) Love them words. Uh, Anyways. We can all agree the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones are uh, subpar mediocre. Uh, (laughs) And that Empire is obviously going to win this. But let's discuss (laughs) why Phantom Menace was uh, comical. Because... Most Star Wars talks I have, while I don't particularly enjoy Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones as mov- as standalone movies, they do have value to the story. And and I'm going to say this, they were kind of doomed from the start to tell the beginning and middle of a story we all know the ending to. That's that's hard. I, I mean, how so, do you... How we're, There's no element of surprise here. We're just like, yeah, 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 yeah cool, 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 cool. We're like, yeah, we know stuff. exactly what happens to this little annoying kid who pod races. Like, we, so annoying. We know. <laughs> we just want to. S- we're obviously here to see how we get there. I often wonder. Sorry, I often wonder while no, watching ahead. this movie if Anakin actually had any friends that weren't uh, droids. I feel like the other kids. Sounds were, like no. Other kids were like, "Did you oh. see where he was raised?" I know, but I also like. I wonder one if he ever tried to make friends with human. There children. was that one scene where he's around like other little but alien I, kids. Yeah, but I'm just like oh, even right, they before seemed, the pod race, they seemed annoyed by his energy, right? <laughs> But also, you know, he was busy. He's a nerd, though. Being a slave, like you're, they're a nerd nerds. Slave. A nerd slave. He's who a didn't nerd know he was a slave. <laughs> no, he was he didn't know he was a nerd slave. <laughs> That's the worst. Kind. Double whammy. <laughs> <laughs> you're a nerd slave. <laughs> no, no, I have to hang out with you, nerd slave. Took a weird turn. I get though. it now. You know what? I answer my own question. This is why the kids <laughs> want to hang out with it because they were hateful humans <laughs> and alien creatures. Sorry, Galaxy. Anakin. <laughs> But yeah, like, you know, people talk about the the long drawn out parts of the Senate in Attack of the Clones, but like those were big moves that were happening, but they were conveyed in the most boring way, much (laughs) like actual politics here on Earth. So (laughs) what can you say? Like that's, you see that move of, you know, Emperor Palpatine getting legally handed this position to be like, okay, thanks for dissolving democracy here's what we're gonna do and 
you're just like, what? <laughs> but it, it gets me every time because these white supremacists are like, oh, yeah, we they see themselves in the rebels. Like, nah, I literally <laughs> there. That's not you. How you're the empire. How obtuse does one person have to be? And clearly in an oppressive role to see themselves as the oppressed. Very. How obtuse and blissfully ignorant. Well, do you have to be to look and be like, oh, guys, that's us. They're Fight coming the power. for their guns. So like, obviously we're fighting the power. Oppressed. I was like, you are the power. You hold all the cards. Well, what? I mean, this is the same group that has, I mean, many false idols, right? So uh, Ben Shapiro being one of them. <laughs> well. And Tucker Carlson. But yeah, I mean. I like seeing uh, race lady. I like seeing <laughs> Liam Neeson, Jar Jar Binks. Think what you want about him. The effects were seamless. He blended in perfectly. Jar Jar yeah, Binks, the new character, was an integral part <laughs> of this cast. I will <laughs> yeah, hear yeah, nothing yeah. against him. <laughs> All right, because he added Jar- without Jar Jar Binks, this is unwatchable. <laughs> Damn, unwatchable. And I, and I do Liam not Neeson's take that. There. Liam Neeson is great. So Liam Neeson, I love the 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 Liam Neeson Jar Jar Binks relationship gives me much very much Han Solo, um um uh what's uh, Chewbacca Chewbacca I was like the Wookie, what's the Wookiee's name what's the Wookiee's name <laughs> it gives me their weird dynamic where like they have this like awkward like uh, it it what it is it's almost like the beginning stages like Jar Jar because like because um uh, Liam Neeson Liam Neeson's very much just like yeah he's very much like why why are you here. But also, I've taken this upon myself to free you, so now I have to bear this <laughs> this burden. Yeah. But also, man, you're a, you're a nuisance. Calamity. Well, he, he did was not also anticipate. Babysat, he babysat Anakin. He took care. He you needed. Know, he, he had two children. <laughs> princess to and from. Three yeah, children, because Padme was also a child. He, <laughs> yeah, he was Padme babysitting was three children. Yes, he did not sign up for that. He sure did. I know I mean, you're right. Ewan, he did. Ewan he McGregor did, he did it. Yeah, you're right. Ewan McGregor's a name, like either way. Listen, that Obi was just like, I'm over here, but mm, you're the dad figure, so have yeah. Obi Wan <laughs> had to had to see the things, and a lot of a lot of things had to be established. That yeah, some will call it pandering because, like I said, we we already know how it ends, so we need to shoehorn how Obi-Wan ends up the way we see him when we're first introduced to him in episode four. So certain things had to happen certain ways. Yeah, it was exactly. It's not without its value. It wasn't great. When it first came out, out, I mean, it was, it was, it was big because it was something, a lot of, a lot of new elements and brand new storytelling on them. New spin on the um, franchise. Yeah. Yeah. It was needed. It may have been drawn out and hella boring in a lot of spots, but it was needed. It was, it was long. It was very long. <laughs> it was long. <laughs> it was very long. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of a lot of things were going down, like you know this illegal clone army and this drone army that and Palpatine's moves and all of that. Like how also all that needed that to happen. His face is untrustworthy. How anybody was like, ah, put this guy in, coach. No, <laughs> so very much like politics here on Earth. He. <laughs> Was just like he just like grit like just smirked. It was the also whole time. it was also the first time that they started doing prequels. So yeah, yeah. So backstories were just there. Now we get we just yeah. hop right in the middle and everyone goes, "We need a backstory." I'm like, remember when you complained about it? Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, there's so much backstory, or we didn't like what this backstory was. Like, we are here watching it. Yeah. You still want it? It's like everybody, it. everybody who enjoys Star Wars has to be. I can't imagine you not being curious about. Darth Vader's origins and the transition to things. Yeah. I mean, for me, the things that I nitpick are performance based. Like not that I didn't want or expect the story to go how it went. I just wanted more. Like this is, you know, you're trying to sell me on a love story between Anakin and Padme. And it definitely did. Like the on-screen chemistry wasn't there for me. I would have believed a love story between Padme and Jar Jar Binks. Damn it. <laughs> That's more believable <laughs> to me. <laughs> oh, I did have a crush on her. But I was like, that that is a more believable love story than Anakin with his two well, that two, that mo- two facial That's the only settings. thing. I mean, that's also the other thing that it introduced was um that weird relationship. Interspecies relationships? Oh jeez. <laughs> It's a what? galaxy, y'all. What John means is an age difference. They introduced <laughs> us to an age difference. Well, no, it's just 
sure. <laughs> Sorry. Sure. Go ahead, Justin. <laughs> it was just weird because, I mean, it, like, their energies are weird. The whole chemistry between them is just weird. I mean, not just here, but just throughout the whole entire journey, right? It's yeah, just, a little bit. The writing did neither of them any favors, like, none of them. <laughs> like, Anakin's basically the guy that, the weird kid at school that, well, I mean, <laughs> that everybody told you not to go around because, you know. The weird homeschooled slave kid? Cats disappear <laughs> whenever <slave>. he's around. <laughs> cats disappear whenever yeah. he's around. And that's what vibe you got? Very, very flowers, serial killer? Flowers just go, you know, frizzle down whenever he walks by. He's just got that an kind anime? of energy. I'm not sure who you're describing. <laughs> this, is, this is an anime you're he's describing. He's this Darth Vader. An what am I, else am you're I describing an anime. <laughs> Imagine cherry blossoms just like (laughs) cascading whenever this person walks through anime. This is anime. I don't know. These things turn wilt. They turn, they just go. I mean, Misery did find him ever since meeting Qui-Gon. Like that much is very much true. Like since his mom died. Well, I mean, he was, he was already on the way there, but he definitely snapped like that. that That's the first bend. And then, you know, I guess, Padme dying but isn't until the third one. They all kind of blend together. Yeah, yeah. He, again, he only has like two settings. <laughs> but yeah, like Hayden Christensen is awesomely Canadian, as easy on the eyes as he is. Didn't do it for me here. It's not my fault. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> if that's the best take, I mean, damn. Like that's You got to move on with the day, right? Yeah, we can't be here forever. <laughs> so, I don't know. Is <laughs> All in all to say, uh, Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> yeah. But like I said, not... Episodes one and two are not without their value, but mm-hmm. my clear pick is for Empire. <laughs> because it's freaking Empire. Like, what do, What needs, that's, it's the, introdu- it's, you're on Hoth, you get to see um, Luke doing his thing on, on Dagobah, you're, you just, you're introduced to Leia already in power. And running things, and it's you know you're you're you you get more Han Solo, you get Lando Calrissian, like you just get you get Boba Fett, like you just get so much in Empire that you know try as Phantom Menace might, <laughs> you don't get those things. That's true, that's very true. <laughs> Phantom Menace so, entertainment value, but Empire had its wow factors. Yeah, no tauntauns anywhere. Like, what do you what do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> it's Empire. Are we unanimous on this, or did someone get persuaded into... Uh, Is John choosing something else? Um, uh, no, I'll stick up for uh, Phantom Menace. John, All right, John well, Binks. John, John Binks. <laughs> cool. one. Empire still wins. Hopefully that makes somebody's day miss. <laughs> Excellent. Sick him, nerds. <laughs> Nerd <Exactly>. slaves. <laughs> That's what yeah. all of you are from now on. <laughs> oh, man. So our next matchup is our first hate email. <laughs> I don't or, appreciate or you slandering. <laughs> yes, either one. Don't email us. <laughs> no one. No one's checking. That person is going to email though. <laughs> they're not even going to go to the Instagram. They're going to send a straight up email. It's going to go to spam. I personally look forward to it. it for a while, but it'll be there. I look forward to it. All right, our next matchup is the Force Awakens against A New Hope. And I pitted these two against each other because chaos. When the Force Awakens came out, a lot of people made that comparison that it basically just was a new hope again, which I don't necessarily agree with. But also, even if it is, the formula works, so why not? But also, Ray is in a much better place than Luke was when we met them. Yo. So, and by better place, I mean like Ray is just out here grinding, scavenging doing her thing, but she can, like, repair anything and fly anything, and you know, she doesn't seem so naive to the ways of the galaxy where Luke's just like, well, I just can't wait to to get off this moisture farm and join the rebellion. Like, we're not sure what that rebellion is. She's got skills. We're not sure if he fully knows what that means and that it's war and people are going off to die, but, like, you know what I mean? He just seems very... Impulsive? Yeah. (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi. I wonder if he means old Ben Kenobi. Dude, help me. Oh, my God. It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> Come on, man. He didn't change his name at all. Just a just a little dummy, that one. <laughs> but so lovable. Yeah. Whereas Ray's like, oh, I know all this stuff. I've been, stu- I've been like, retained all this information, but also look at all these skills that I have. Yeah. 
see how helpful I am yeah. to this uh, inept lost stormtrooper who uh, crosses my path. <laughs> so much better <laughs> than poor Luke. <laughs> I mean, he's trying. He's just trying to get off the planet. His aunt and uncle just don't understand. He has no idea his significance in the galaxy and the story. Nothing. He's just oh. living only, his two only, sons. Only bliss. daily challenge was uh, getting some milk. That literally was it. Blue milk. Yeah. Yeah. Just Tasty, uh, lovely blue milk. Just I mean, watching the two sunsets at the same time. What a life. <laughs> just out here. And keeping warm. Yeah. Just, like, just out here. Not really a day of struggle for that one. You know, <laughs> bartering with some Jawas. Like that's. Simple. A pretty simple existence. Pretty simple existence. That's what, hence why he didn't really have to strive for much else. Or no much. You didn't go back into farming or anything like that, but I mean PTSD. Like <laughs> he well, went I mean, hey, he went back to, to, back to what farm you know, ish once he eventually came, when he disappeared. So. He might have been raising all those porgs on that island. But you just don't know. It's true. He could have had a little garden. <laughs> might be. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I, I like I liked both of them very much, but yeah, and like Force said, Awakens too. Like I said this before, I really enjoy that this generation has new characters. Mm-hmm. That's cool to me. Like we often see so much just regurgitation of old characters, or just like backstories mm-hmm. of those old characters over Reboots. and over and over again. Like little reboot, we're like Spider Man. At what? All twenty six movies, and then now we're like, here, here's still the Star Wars universe, but look at these new people. Yeah. Hey, check out these new people. <laughs> much to the dismay of nerds, what a girl. Like there've been bare women in this series. A that black stormtrooper. <sighs> yeah, you the the whole squad could have been black. They wear helmets. You don't know I, anything. You have no idea. <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> so they unveiled themselves and was like, "Wait, this whole time?" I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." What if it's been all of them? Only Brienne of Tarth is the only one who hasn't been a black stormtrooper. Everyone's been black this whole time. How would you feel? <laughs> cheated. Changes things, doesn't it? <laughs> feel cheated. <laughs> Suddenly they have the privilege. <laughs> I mean, their benefit package probably sucks. I mean, yeah, they're expendable. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> they do not fare well. <laughs> they just don't. But those who get the cushy gigs of just like walking hallways in formations, they're fine. Honestly, <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Finn wonderful. was cool until he, he was pulled out of was sanitation that yeah. one day. Until we learned what he actually did. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> I feel Han should have been more mad about that. Than he was. <laughs> yeah. So you mean to tell me I didn't actually gain a skilled? No. Yeah. No. I got this guy who's just been coward. observing. I got the coward out of it. <laughs> and all these stormtroopers, every single one of them. The coward who was, there, I who get was the brave coward. enough to defect <laughs> and not kill civilians. Mostly by so. accident. Yeah, I was gonna say all of those or just a series of flukes. Either way. <laughs> Just stumbles and trips and falls for this one. Are we all just a series of flukes? I mean, yes, but this was just so spectacular. So, I mean, it's going to be original trilogy for me for most of this ride. So I'm going to go with A New Hope. That was my... I'm going to go with Force Awakens. Star Wars A New Hope. Like, that was my first... My parents introduced me to Star Wars. Like, it was just... I'll go go with A New Hope just because. Just because, huh? Just just (laughs) because. Because two to one wins. <laughs> 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 See? No Democracy. <laughs> just trying to throw some more flames. Nerd slave. <laughs> yeah, just, just wait till this nerd tatorship <laughs> takes takes root. I want pitch Anyone I disagree with <laughs> is being called a nerd slave from now on. <laughs> Ugh, it's been nerd slaves. Like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you heard. And then walk away. <laughs> In a huff. Yep. Aggressive, <laughs> aggressively hang up the Zoom call because that's the world we live in now. Honestly, <laughs> no more, no more Zoom feature. Of like, are you sure you want to end this call? No, end it immediately. <laughs> Damn right, I want to end, end it faster. <laughs> so, New Hope got that one. Yeah, too. A New cool. Hope moves on. Our next matchup is the Last Jedi versus Return of the Jedi. Mm. I really like the Last Jedi. If I'm gonna keep it really real, and I don't mind, like. I don't. That's one of the big things I didn't get about people hating the the newer trilogy just for the sake of such. They just hate, yeah. They hated it to hate it because they just wanted six movies and be done. But then they wanted to complain about three of those six movies 
We gave you three more <laughs> yeah, like to maybe make up for the three that you hated, but then you just hated these more than the three you hated originally. This one where they had the crystal foxes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Those are cool. Listen, the force is never really explained. So the way people are like saying it creates plot holes, I, it also fills plot holes because that's the thing. Every force user is different. It, it's meant to be vague. It's meant to be, you know, it's a... It draws religious parallels. Like, that's how faith works. Mm-hmm. And to be able to put those things into motion as a as a visible power, like, that's how I'd imagine it would go. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's cool to get little glimpses of, like, what could be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean. And th- those things don't need to be explained. It's just a fun little thing to know. Yeah. So, you know, Luke's stunt pulled on that was really dope. Um, this storyline of trying to trying to reconnect with Ben and everything like Princess Leia is still like running things and doing her thing, still having a heart of gold and just still being super empathetic and super sympathetic while still being able to be strategic and um and be a leader. Like that's that's a big deal and that's important, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. So. That I liked about The Last Jedi very, very much. I do like what I read about it. And someone called uh, Luke Skywalker, Luke Cave Sulker. <laughs> just, because, just because <laughs> the way they introduced <laughs> the movie was just like, this guy be like. Mm, some some Johns we know. Mm, everything is mm, like, get off my lawn. And I was like, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, you can sulk at me. It changes nothing. <laughs> it changes nothing. It also takes nothing away from Luke himself. It's just a funny nickname. Yeah, it doesn't, ma- it doesn't make it true, for one. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> and I that's, mean, that's your right. Just enjoying his time, <laughs> minding his, doing, minding his, in the whole entire galaxy, minding his own business. <laughs> I mean, after years and years and years of minding other people's misses and almost dying every single time. Yeah, you I mean, the nerd to call him sulking. <laughs> Cave sulker. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, I will expand words and say a man dealing with a whole lot of PTSD. A crisis of purpose, a crisis of faith, um, you know, all those things. And then this uh, late discovered force user shows up at your reclusive doorstep that he painstakingly hid himself from, but they did it anyway <laughs> to try to find him. I mean, Leia's on the mission. We got to find him. Okay, we found him. But also, we you had, had her over there. You had to have known that eventually somebody was going to find him. Maybe. Like, he was standing on that cliffside like he knew. Yeah, probably <laughs> felt it. Probably felt it. But I also liked the other side of like seeing the the results of these galactic wars on the little people. So you had the Benicio del Toro moment. You had that like lavish casino and the tiny like tiny slave kids and mm. Rose having something to say about it and you know opening Finn's eyes to the conditions of things. She's like, "Yo, this is what." My sister and I grew up in like this is this is the galaxy. Like you yeah. didn't get to see this thing, these things as an abducted kid to be conditioned to be a stormtrooper, but this is what's out here. So mm. you can't you have no right to tell us to hope and whatever and blah 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 and, le- and all that. Like I liked all that. Yeah. So I mean <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but this in comparison to Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, Return of the Jedi was, you had Ewoks. Um, <laughs> Your favorites. Yeah. Um, we're rescuing Han, where, you know, Leia gets badass, and in the outfit that spawned the sexual awakening of nerds across the universe, like, you know, you start, you, st- you see that redemption and death of Darth Vader, like, that's a huge deal, and, you know, that, that's going to resonate more with me because that's what I saw first. Yeah. And to see that without knowing the backstory ahead of time, you're like, oh man, like now he's gone and I don't get to know all this ab- about him. And you're like, whoa, Luke was right. Like there, there was still good in him and he knew it too. And oh my God, like emotional <laughs> dread. But yeah, so that's where, that's where Return of the Jedi is going to edge out just a little bit. But I really liked um, Last Jedi. 
they didn't. I think they did a great job with Last Jedi. I know a lot of people were just like, yeah, this movie. But again, too, those were the nerd slaves, and we don't listen to them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, they took over the internet for so long with their hate. <laughs> And that's what it was. And I was like, were we watching the same movie? I'm very confused. <laughs> but, like, remember when movies were fun and it was okay to enjoy them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Avengers, that was so long Avengers ago. Avengers <laughs> ruined that for everybody. Damn. <laughs> Everyone. Damn. The past 20 years, people have just been griping about movies, and we have no longer been able to enjoy them. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so now I'm at this point where I, like, feel bad for picking the original trilogy because I, I feel like I sound like those people who are just, no. like... Because you can the, be the movie purists. No, because you can be objective. You like things about both of them. You express you like things about both of them. You're not just over here being like, we're only saying this to say it. I only like this one. <laughs> Thanks. I needed that. <laughs> I vote for Return of the Jedi. Same. Uh, I'm going to go for The Last Jedi. So. Why is that? What do you like about it? <laughs> just want to raise the heat level up in here <laughs> a little bit more. It doesn't even bother us, so it's fine. It's not us, John, is seeking to bother. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you poor slave nerds. <laughs> Get your email fingers ready. <laughs> All right, so our final uh, opening matchups, we have Revenge of the Sith versus The Rise of Skywalker. I mean, the amount of disappointment that Revenge of the Sith has. <laughs> Not without value, just the amount of disappointment. Damn. <laughs> because Hayden Christensen... I would, I would never have the balls to have this conversation with him to his face because I'm not an actor and I can't talk about what it's like to be an actor. But at the same time. I would definitely ask him <laughs> questions about this. Like, how do you feel years later wa- watching this? Do you still stand by this? Did you stand by this even like a month after filming this? Like, how do you feel? What did the other takes look like? Because I know that he has heard enough hate. From the public about this movie. And I feel that's unfair, too. And obviously, but I wonder if either if he has internalized that or if he was just like, yeah, same. <laughs> like, I want to know how he feels about it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> hating. I, for one, think this movie was hilarious. <laughs> and it wasn't supposed to be. Hating. Yet here we are. It was so comical in its awfulness. <laughs> it's more obnoxious than anything. Yeah. Just annoying and long. Yeah, it just... <laughs> The th- it's the things that you know are coming. Okay, that's that's kind of a con, or at least a, a setback, right? You know what's going to happen. You know Anakin's about to turn to the dark side. Mm-hmm. We've run out of movies for him to do it. It has to be it here. It has to be now. You know, it has to be here. Um, you know Luke and Leia's their dad, so, you know, they have to show up at some point. They, they, it has to all happen here. Okay, great. But also... A gangster move was Order 66. <laughs> like, that's amazing to still factor in how Obi-Wan gets into exile, how Yoda gets into exile, like, all of these things. How there are so few Jedi, like, explained it right there. And it's a, I think it's a pretty boss move. But, yeah, the the <laughs> fight on Mustafar, like, guys, <laughs> I don't I don't know where to where the blame resides. Is it the writing? Is it the directing? But also like be a diva, make some notes. Like <laughs> if you're just out here waving your lightsaber and you're not really feeling can you say something? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> but also that I guess that's naive of me to expect actors to invest in the source material. Like, I, I learned that reading a bunch of articles from actors from the from Game of Thrones. Like, mm. the dude who played Stannis didn't understand what the fuss was about and had no connection to this material. It was just a gig. And he's like, whatever. this. He's like, this sucks. Why do you all like this so much? And we're like, how dare you? <laughs> like, why did you audition if you don't like this? But also, like, it's an actor. You're, you're a working also, actor. If, so. you only, if you only had fans in the material acting in things, exactly. it wouldn't always be great. It That's made, what fan movies are. It would, it would be a YouTube too, rendition I mean, of your He's probably book. been on, like, how many sets that were, like, yeah. Game of Thrones yeah. styles. I mean, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, I've seen this before. That's fair. That plays, um... Ned Stark. I mean, I've, how many shows and how movies have you seen that guy? All of them. And I love every one. Exact same type of thing as Game of Thrones. So I That's mean, why I started watching. I'm like, oh, Boromir, what's up? Yeah, so. Like, he's been there, done that. 
Yeah. So he already he can he can for follow these guys, those characters easily. Until something gets picked up for something. I mean it's another season, another yeah, episode it's just or a something. Paycheck. It's just, yeah. just another gig. And I understand that it's very hard for some people to reconcile with that. Yeah. But not all of your favorite actors are nerds. <laughs> exactly. It's just cool when it happens. They're not like, all don't, slaves to the material. <laughs> don't expect them. Yeah. You're but still be fine. like you're told that this is a character defining moment. He completely falls to. He completely gives into his anger. He gives into his jealousy. He gives into, you know, the manipulation from the emperor. Like mm-hmm. all of this, and Padme dies in childbirth somehow. Which, like robot childbirth, it seemed like the easiest thing in the world. And she, okay, either way, she lost the will to live. It's fine. The force she is was, complicated. She was already broken <laughs> before the children broke her. Yep, the force. So that you know, That's what it's complicated. When you're not pro life. <laughs> Direct them to John in all caps. No H, just send them to John. All caps. That's why they wanted to get rid of her. We are <laughs> Yo. Yo. John went there. I didn't. Padme's over here being pro-choice, and they're like, no. <laughs> Save the twins and die. <laughs> well. She's a lib. Wow. Uh, uh, lib <laughs> But yeah, like, it's still like a big... Revenge of the Sith is still a big movie. You got, like, that's that's the starting line for the Empire, the starting line for Darth Vader. A bunch of, a bunch of Jedi are murdered. Uh, you know, you get, you get Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> as, a, as a purple lightsaber wielder. Yeah. He was so much fun. Just good things. It was it. it Him honestly, and Yoda trading looks like yes, it's stuff honestly, with this guy. It was too bad that this movie was so anticlimactic. For, because we were for supposed it to, be to be the climactic all movie. The, all the buildup they were doing, you know, the, the you know the groundwork they were laying, man, guys, it's coming, it's happening, it's going to happen. Guys, you're not even ready. And we're like, so you could have just jumped to this part. <laughs> you could have just yeah, it shown like us Darth Vader. It felt like it was Vader. one too many um, um, false count. Yeah, like false yeah. starts. So it's like, oh, no, just kidding. Hold on, guys. Two more. Two more uh, too two character counts. arcs. Next, next, next. Kick like, bad. It's so conversely, bad. the... The Rise of Skywalker, which is the actual end of at least this part of the storytelling of the galaxy, I still thought it was all right. Yeah, I, I'm i not about to explain how Ben was able to do anything he was doing, how the Emperor was able to do anything he was doing. Yeah. It was the Force and the Dark Side and Sith powers, I guess. You know, whatever. <laughs> um, should someone floating by have noticed this giant... Armada under construction? Maybe. Maybe. But someone also <laughs> might have noticed any of the Death Star Star Destroyers under construction. I guess I guess traffic isn't really a thing in space. It really yeah, is. It's a big place. It's it's, big. Space is <laughs> huge. We forget how big this universe is. Even, even for man-made planets, <laughs> space is huge. Fine. <laughs> like, we just have to give in to the unknown, Jan. <laughs> yeah. Ray, like, them shoehorning Rey is the granddaughter of Palpatine? Okay. Like, you gotta explain the weird force power somehow. Uh, That's yeah. I guess we're doing this. It's fine. <laughs> um, Leia passing away was super heartbreaking. Uh, Kylo Ren getting his full redemption was nice. Palpatine mm-hmm. dying, like you know, Ray just taking up the the mantle because Skywalker's helped raise her, and yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. It I, was fun as hell. I didn't have too many problems with it. I, I really didn't. I Again, too. I we thought enjoyed, Chewie was dead. Yeah, like, right? I enjoyed having a whole new trilogy. My heart to, stopped. Like, pass on to this, you know, other generation, us. <laughs> and the new people. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. <laughs> I say all that to Look, say. I would love to choose Redresses for the, for the comedic factor, but it's not supposed to be a comedy. So I'm going <laughs> to choose Rasmus. Anybody else's Netflix list uh, The Green Book is a comedy? Wait, what? Yeah, because it totally doesn't They laughed mind. like twice in that movie. <laughs> like, okay. It's not a comedy. I guess it's not funny. They're uh-huh. like, the Negroes can't go anywhere. Jokes, 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 jokes. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I digress. Um, <laughs> my vote is for Rise of Skywalker. I like how it ended. I the I liked visually how it happened. Like, Ray brought down a ship from the ground using like yes, the, the Palpatine electricity yes, force. Like, that... That was tight. That was badass, and no one can argue against like that. Like we, we thought we lost Chewie. That was dope. <sighs> like they were riding like 
sea, like, horse llama type things. Like, that, that thing was amazing. That weird, like, ocean planet where all these other, like, defective stormtroopers yeah. of color didn't think, you thought I wasn't going to catch that, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, we're all just <laughs> hanging out being like, yeah, we're, we're out here too. That's cool to me. Yeah. So, Rise of Skywalker for me. Same. Same. Woo! Unanimous. Oh, actually, hold on. No, 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 take back. Hold hold on. On. No, you already made your pro like they're going to hit send it's on been, that email. It's been recorded. Okay. <laughs> it's on wax. No take backs. Are you going to vote for Revenge of the Sith for real? Hmm? Hmm? Great. No it's, one believed you. It's unanimous. We're not. <laughs> you were very Hayden Christensen in your performance. Yeah, right? <laughs> Two settings. No one, no oh. one bought a, a minute of that. Riveting. My eyes you from the grit your teeth. Oh my god, this is this it's is how painful. this is how filming of this went. This is what it? lying is like for you. <laughs> Jeez. Awkward. Like this is the director saying, "Okay, we need anguish. We need anger." And then you go, <gasps> "Action!" I'm really sad about this. <laughs> like, ah, no, yeah. that's not working. I hate you. Do you? <laughs> You're I smiling, and I don't. I don't believe you. <laughs> You won't even make eye, you won't even make eye contact. You're breaking my heart. Who wrote this crap? Ah, oh, sorry. Rise of Scott. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. All right, so for the semifinals, we have The Empire Strikes Back versus Return of the Jedi. Original trilogy, trilogy head, head to head. Um, I'm going to choose Empire. Yeah, I am too. For me, it's it's got more going on yeah. that I like. It's probably one of it's probably my favorite of the original trilogy. I mean, you literally have a poster. Yeah, we're surrounded by Star Wars posters <laughs> right now. Um, but what's really gonna blow your mind is of the Star Wars movies that's been made. Rogue One might be my favorite, but that we can we can talk about that towards the towards the end. <laughs> it was fantastic. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Empire. John. Empire. No take backs. <laughs> oh, Antonio. Stretch before you bend like that. <laughs> this is me stretching. Yeah. No one can see them. What's your vote? I said Empire. I said Empire Strikes. I said it. All right. We said I, it. I said it first. <laughs> All right. The other side, the semifinal, we've got A New Hope versus Rise of Skywalker. I'm going to pick A New Hope. Hmm. As much as I, as you just heard me say, I'm like, what I did like about yeah. Rise of Skywalker, I'm but still going to pick A New Hope. I like Rise of Skywalker, but I do like it less than other things. Okay. Less than A New Hope? Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, like, there's there's something about that that intro to things, you know? Like, Star Wars changed the game. Did you also say A New Hope? Are you just, like, giving in at this point? Like, this, yeah, have this we, feels, have we, have we broken you? you? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Are you making gone. paper cranes? <laughs> What's happening over Controversial there? picks are all gone. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know what? I guess you're right. John's like, I resigned to this. This is my life now. So Empire Strikes Back versus A New Hope for the final. I'm riding with Empire. The Empire. John. Let's go with the Empire. Yeah. Okay. Empire Strikes Back is the winner of the ship. Much to John's chagrin as he eagerly anticipates hate emails coming to us. What's happening? You save your energy for that? Nerds don't know about this podcast. They're not sending you anything. Good. Send the podcast all the hate. We'll, if anything, it'll be sent by our very consistent 10 to... Ten so or so listeners. Yes, my mom might sense might say something. Maybe I don't know. Tweet mom likes out. you, so tweet it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Can we'll get this nonsense this guy said. Do <laughs> <laughs> right now. Can you even believe? We'll put that in the, the episode description. Send it to Anakin. <laughs> I'm just gonna at Hayden Christensen right now. Oh, oh, to the slave nerd. Damn. Christensen. Does Jeez. he even have in does internet? Does he even have <laughs> social media? <laughs> At slave nerd. <laughs> nerd slaves. Nerd slaves. Yeah. His bios is forever tormented. Oh man. Wow. I really hope it isn't. Like <laughs> I feel for that guy. I do. I feel for the actor who played Jar Jar Binks. I really do. <laughs> because 
at the end of the day, it is still just a movie, and he is a person. <laughs> he is a real human. An Leave that easy man alone. on the eyes Canadian person. Leave that person alone. And I'd be very shocked if he didn't have social media because he's a walking thirst trap. Hayden Christensen. I don't yeah, think well, he has any social media. Because of you Star Trek people, I would get rid of it too. Uh, yeah. Damn. Trekkie's going Trek. Same. <laughs> I think he only has fan accounts. All right. Good on you. He's out here living his best school. life. Old he lives. School. He lives fan like clubs. he lives like fifteen minutes. Right? He lives fifteen minutes east of Oshawa. Like him when he and Rachel Bilson were still together, they built a house out there, and everyone in Oshawa was like, "What?" Yeah, Darth Vader. Not everybody, but like some of us. <laughs> just her. Just Antonia and her just friends. Just me and my friends. Not a big deal. <laughs> we don't want to tell everybody. God. <laughs> Couldn't put it on MySpace. We're trying to make sure they can at least have a little bit of, you know, space or whatever. Couldn't put it on MySpace like that, you know? No. Couldn't. uh, Monsters. (laughs) Couldn't bait them out. (laughs) So, yeah. So, that's our decision. That's uh, how it all played out. Empire Strikes Back for the win. Woot. So, if, uh, you know, if you agree, disagree, have some thoughts, direct them all to John. Don't forget, <laughs> don't forget the caps lock. And, uh, I'm make John a Finsta and you guys can just <laughs> direct <laughs> stuff to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I love geeking out about stuff like this. So I only participate in fun discussion. You're allowed to dislike things. I'm not about to convince you of anything else. So 100%. We can, we can do this, like <laughs> gentlemen, <laughs> if and, you want to. And scholars. <laughs> yes. Uh, so as we close it out, I will remind you of all the ways to get in touch with us. Uh, you, we are on Twitter at Not That Sorry Pod and on Instagram at Not That Sorry Podcast. So thank you again for joining us, and we'll catch you next week. Ta.